Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Alex Hunter. Are you? I am. <laughs> this is a surprise. Yeah, no, uh, okay. I'm going to change my name by Deed Poll. Oh, why is that? I, I've just been playing, I've been playing FIFA 17 like, uh, uh, like everyone else nice. and I've been playing, I'm, I'm, I'm Alex Hunter. You are, okay. Uh, from the, I'm the uh, up, up and coming Premier League superstar. You've been going on about that on it's really Twitter. Good. It's really good. Really? I'm, yeah, okay. I'm currently on loan at New, Newcastle. Okay. Newcastle. How's that? Well, we'll talk about that in the review yeah, section, exactly, won't we? Yeah. How are you, Simon? I'm really well, thank you. Uh, I'm very tired, as okay. we were just discussing. We um, were. We were having a bit of a tired off. No, but, yeah, we? we were so, uh... I got FIFA on Thursday. I thought I'd just just have a little play. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife went upstairs. She's actually she upstairs a minute. I had to, I had to sneak in, <laughs> sneak into bed because uh, be, I started off on my journey, on my the journey. Friday, uh, I stayed up until about, it was very late actually, playing FIFA. That's interesting. I know. Saturday, uh, I was reasonably late, but then I was also watching the baseball a little bit. Okay. And then yesterday, I was up watching the baseball, and so I'm very tired. I feel like I've given myself sports jet lag. When was the last time you stayed up that late for a video? Yeah, it's a long, long time ago, actually. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I don't yeah, that's... That late, maybe... Yeah, guys, it's been a while, Steve. It's been a while. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we will talk about that. I assume that's what you're going to review. Hated it. Yeah, seven out of ten. How are you, Steve? I am good. I saw a picture of you with your top off. No, that's with how Anne. good I am. <laughs> Anne had her top off, and you. I, well, I, 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 I believe Anne had her top off. You couldn't quite see through the liquid. <laughs> uh, you had your top off, and you're with some uh, some friends of the show. We're all with your tops off. We were. We were in a lagoon in Iceland. Of course, uh, you were. Which is where we've been with Marioki. This weekend, and indeed where Anne still is. You but left her there. Don't worry. You stay there till you get dressed. Anne has filed a report Okay, good. Son. She's Anne's filed requested. an investigate. So we'll see about the quality of that later in the show. Right. Uh, but yeah, Iceland was brilliant. Good time. Uh, we went out to see the Marioki. That's great. Thank you very much to our guests. Uh, no, not guests. Well, thank you for hosts. our guests as well. Uh, thank you to our hosts, Slush Play, and everyone who sang out there. It was a really, really good evening, and then stuck around, did some tourist stuff. Saw the Northern Light. Did you? You yeah. lucky, 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 lucky... I know. Redacted. It, it was crazy. Uh, and then, yeah, got in a lagoon and took my top off, but not in that order. What is... Uh, were you impressed with the Northern Lights? Interestingly, uh, I was. It was magical okay, and so exciting, and everything that people says say. But uh, if you look at all the photos, super, super bright and yeah. luminous and yeah, crazy. Yeah. Uh, the guide who took us took us out into the middle of nowhere to um, to show us the lights said, "All right, here's the thing about the Northern Lights. They don't show up if you if you don't." Um, if you don't, if, if you, you just take off, if you've got your tops on, so all <laughs> you ought to do is disrobe while we're in the van. Um, he he explained that you need to take very very long exposures, um, and indeed, what you can do is basically, even though they're not there, just take a really long exposure okay. of the sky, right. and suddenly they appear, and you're like. Then you think, at that point, sort of, you're like quite relieved because you're like, well, I can go back home and tell everyone <laughs> I saw them. I could put it even on though, Facebook. But then they do come, become brighter and brighter and brighter. At some point, they are like a slightly 
uh, you know, you know those highlighter pens. I do know them. Imagine yeah. if you'd left one of those out overnight, <laughs> and it was a bit weak. Okay. Um, yeah, no, they're, they're they're pretty, and your eyes adjust to it, and you do do see them, and they can be quite bright, but it's not the crazy luminous uh, festivity you see in all the promo brochures. Right, brochures. Okay. But it is brilliant. Thanks for that, Steve. That was my breakdown. Goodness yeah. me. Five minutes through the show already and we haven't <laughs> talked about video games. We are a video game radio show. And we don't have an Anne this week. No Anne. She's still nice. And we do, however, have a James Long. Hello. How are you, James Long? I'm very good. Uh, James is from Top Secret Games. Shh. Where are you from? It's Top Secret. No, where are you from? You can tell us. <laughs> you can tell us. You can Who's tell on us. first? <laughs> that is the actual name of it. It's, okay. It makes it sound like I'm being really secretive. Um, yeah, I'm just an indie games dev. Uh, and I am working. I did a Kickstarter last year, right? And, and and here you are now. Here I am now. Yeah. Did you imagine that when you when you launched your Kickstarter that you would be <laughs> not at all in the no. one I've left studios, um, where you could be at a Mean Girls party this evening? So. Yes, I am. I my boyfriend has organised a Mean Girls party tonight, and I am missing that as okay. we speak. So well, big sacrifice. It's a, thank you very much for taking the time to come and see us. We'll find out a little bit more about you. Later in the show, I pause because I just realised we don't We've know done it again, it. haven't we? <laughs> we <know> <laughs> uh, shall I call up Eurogamer? I think you should, just okay. out of interest. Okay. Are I've, you, you going to host the news I've, this time? Well, because I, I stumbled I, through it last time and then, oh, well, you did re- read out the URLs that yeah, other time. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to do this however you wish. Let's do it that way then. Okay. I'm okay. going um, to change this. Rather than read out the URLs, I'm going to read you Eurogamer's. Pithy subheads. Okay. And see if you can guess the stories from them. <laughs> okay. Good okay. idea. <laughs> it's 7.06 on Monday the 3rd of October. I'm Alex Hunter. This is the news. Right, uh, so we are going to read out the subheads from Eurogamer Stories. It's just to see whether you can guess... Uh... Yeah, wh- why not play along at home? Exactly. Meet the Australian indie whose game jam creations are keeping the 8-bit generation alive. Ooh. What's that story about? Okay, well, I imagine it's about an Australian indie. <laughs> <laughs> and you must be making uh, games inspired by... Uh... Oh, wait, I've got an idea. Yep. Is it Bennett Foddy? It's not Bennett Foddy. Ah, because he just released that video game that's like a mashup of uh, of loads of old video games uh, that you play like in sort of WarioWare style bursts. Yeah, he did. And it's he is Australian. That. I know that because I talked okay. to him about cricket. So right. He must be one of them. James, have you got any uh, I guess? I am drawing a blank on this one. Mm. Okay. Um, Daniel Lisson is an independent based in Sydney uh, whose games are among the wittiest and most elegant that Edwin Evans Firthwell, the author, <laughs> has played. Uh, he's writing games in the spirit of the 8-bit generation uh, and uh, hosting those online. He's written uh, Roguelite, an engaging study in light and shadow that was created for a Game Boy-themed Ludum Dare in 2014. Um, Twitter Island and Planetarium uh, games that he's pulled together looks very nice and it's interesting that, that now in the in the age of uh, almost limitless uh, processing power and technology and stuff that uh, creatives are challenging themselves by being super disciplined so uh, you say or rather what's the name of the author? Daniel oh um, the author of the piece yes uh, Edwin Evans Thurwell. Edwin Evans Thurwell claims that these games are inspired by the the sort of aesthetic, yep. and by aesthetic I mean both graphics and gameplay. Okay. I assume of the of eighties or eight bit games. Um, I can I can imagine that in a roguelite type thing, just about. Although there weren't many rogues beyond rogue mm. back in the day. Yeah. Um, a Twitter game? What? Yeah. Um, what I realised when I clicked on this piece is that it's really long, and actually I hadn't read it beforehand, so <laughs> I'm really struggling to get to the uh, the actual contents of it. I was then going to uh, try and read out some um, Eurogamer comments on the bottom of that piece, but no one, they're all, they're all quite, you know, intelligent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, should, we just, should we just call that one, should we call that one and then move on to exactly. story two? A uh, very short uh, subhead on this one. Okay. Breakout success? Question mark. Breakout success. Uh, so someone's bought the uh, Arkanoid license, and it's doing 
it's doing unexpected unexpectedly well on itch.io. James, over to you. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. No, no, no. I've got another guess. Okay. I've got another guess. Okay. Um, oh, this is quite a clever one, actually. Mm. I'm impressed with myself. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Please do share. Maybe it's something about the, the success of Prison Architect, the introversion Ooh, game. Yeah, yeah. That would be a clever subhead for that. It would, Steve. You're so close. You're oh. so close. Uh, the headline is The Escapist 2 is announced. Introduces oh, multi- multiplayer. Uh, Tom Phillips writes, Prison Breakout Simulator The Escapist is getting a sequel. The catchily named Escapist 2 will emerge for PC, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One next year with big new edition. Multiplayer! <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's coming. Did anybody play The Escapist to any great extent? I, I know I had a very quick go for the show a good few years ago. I didn't play The Escapist because I thought it was to do with the web publication, which, uh. once, which once interviewed me and never published it. So I thought, well, I'm not playing your game then. Talking of which, I, yeah, I was going to mention this. So oh. you know, <laughs> is this about, is this about, about checkpoints? checkpoints? Yeah, so, so <laughs> week, what is this? Week? This must be seven or eight. Week seven or eight. And every, so I, uh, just to bring you up to date, James, I was interviewed for the uh, for Declan Deneen's excellent podcast, uh, Checkpoints, where he, he has long-form conversations with uh, various individuals, some of which are quite impressive, and now, me. the very first conversation yeah. he had was with me. I was, I was kind of the, you know, the trial run. Uh, when Declan goes on to talk about the great people he's had on the show, doesn't talk about me. Right. Well, that is interesting. So I, I, I may be... I, 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 I'm not a big fan of talking about myself. No, of course. Uh, no. no. I like to, you know, I don't think I've done... Uh, yeah, like, you know, when he's interviewed Will Wright and, you know, who am I? I, I made bang man. Will Wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about eight weeks ago. And in that... Uh, conversation. I, I I mentioned about the time on Games Master when my voice was redubbed without any sort of permission, <laughs> right? and how that affected me. And you know, how I, I watched I watched the show with my then girlfriend, and she was like, "Simon, that's not you, isn't it?" Like, no. <laughs> uh, I said, "I told him that's part of this spoiler." I could say spoilers. Uh, no one's ever going to hear it. it turns out, so it's, it's about eight weeks ago. Okay. Um, and he's just been putting more like other ones. So he puts a new one out every Monday, and I'm like, "Oh, will it be me?" Uh, so every Monday morning, that's off, I think. And then, uh, yeah, no, it's, so, so since then, every Monday he's put a new one out. This week he hasn't even put one out. Well, <laughs> that's well, a- well, he messaged me while I was in Iceland. Oh, yeah? So yeah. can he come and do it again? No, he, he said, read the next one he's going to put oh, yeah. out. He said, oh, uh, you've got a Marioki song about this person. Can I use a quote from it? So it's not int- me. It's not you. <laughs> do, can we go back to this redubbing thing? Did yeah. they just get someone else to say everything you said? No, um, what happened was uh, I was doing the co-commentary in I think it was series 4 or 5 of Games Master and that's the one uh, where you stand next to Dominic and uh, you commentate on people playing games and um, the footage cuts to you at the podium with Dominic to uh, the people playing the games and the game footage and stuff like that They, <clears throat> I forget which one it was probably Road, I think it may have been Road Rash but um, uh, so it starts off with me hello, it's me and my big 80s uh, glasses despite the fact this was the 90s and I had hair then uh, I'm wearing a dark shirt, which you shouldn't wear for uh, that sort of TV. So it just looks. I'm leaning into the podium, so it, you can't see that. You can't see where my arm and shoulder and and sort of torso uh, <laughs> are separate. So it just looks like a massive hunchback. Um, and then uh, yeah, so it cuts to start a road rash, and then it cuts to me, and it's not me. It's someone else going. Yeah, that's right, Dominic. It's like it's literally not me. I, said, I, I asked him a few years later. I was like, what? <laughs> what happened there? And he said, oh yeah, the sound levels were wrong. But I think we all know that it was because I was terrible. <laughs> Okay, this story from Eurogamer subhead is Ain't Afraid of No Roast. I'm going to guess something to do with Destiny. Based on 90% of articles on Eurogamer sometimes are about Destiny. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just statistics. (laughs) Very clever. Yeah. What about that cooking game that came out uh, recently? Uh, the overcooked, overcooked. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel right. It's not. So it's got to be. It's got to be uh, sort of supernaturally, or, or ain't afraid of no roast. Hmm. Ain't afraid of no roast. I mean, the other meaning of roast is uh, to to you know uh, to to say mean things about people. Right. television special yeah as I understand I'm going to give this to you now okay uh, the headline is Lego Dimensions Easter Egg references Ghostbusters movie controversy 
Ain't Afraid of No Roast. Like I mentioned, the new Ghostbusters adaptation includes a cheeky nod at the internet drama that uh, invented enveloped this year's movie if you missed the saga brackets lucky you then to quickly recap certain people decided they really didn't like the idea of a new Ghostbusters film especially one that changed the team to be all female mm. instead of all male uh, they fa- they played Dimensions Ghostbusters story over the weekend and found a cameo from the movie's famed writer and director Paul Feig in which he appears to reference the whole controversy uh, he's hidden in the story pack's first level where he's locked in a cupboard <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Then, so that's uh, that's in the new uh, Lego Dimensions. Um, let's just see how the internet reacted to that news. Well, that's uh, the first comment from Wibble seven hours ago. Uh, is a low-scoring comment, which is hidden. Okay. <laughs> Should we have a look? Yes. Show. Unhide. Oh, he says, cool story, bro. And then um, there are some numbers underneath, and he's got minus 24. That's loads. <laughs> Well, this isn't. This, uh, presuming that this is a uh, gently mocking comment on the ridiculous internet fuss, that's a nice thing for them to do, right? So, yeah, I guess so. I've not played any of the new Legos Dimension stuff, but uh, yeah, you know, Easter eggs are good, and that's, uh, that sounds like a particularly, particularly good one. Mm, Excuse good. me. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and that's it. That's. I mean, that's lit- literally that story. Well, it's a good story. It's a feel-good story. <laughs> it's the third story. Is that it? A five. <laughs> wow. Let's just do one more. Okay. Uh, right. Um, so, new Steam release gives NVIDIA GPU, GPU owners a huge performance boost over the existing DX12 code. I mean, you know, that's... Uh, it could be anything. An exciting... That doesn't draw you in. Mm. New Steam release gives NVIDIA GPU owners a huge performance boost over the existing DX12 code. This isn't by Digital Foundry either. It's not by those guys. It's not. Uh, it isn't Batman, is it? It's not Batman, is no. It, is it? Um, is it Deus Ex? It's not that either. Oh. Uh, the full headline, and you know, you have to admire Eurogamer for actually um, uh, steering clear of clickbait because mm-hmm. this headline is quantum break pc is better on direct dex 11 right uh, and then you know they've even bothered to put text uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen <laughs> thirteen paragraphs that's, that story that's loads of paragraphs. isn't it do you think you need it i, I mean i certainly don't that game has been doing well on uh, on Steam, I believe. Has it? Uh, I, How do you measure success? Well, I measure Steve success uh, by someone I know who works at Remedy uh, Facebooking their their uh, their reaction. Okay. And their reaction was very very happy uh, that it was number one. I saw a screenshot of it being number one on uh, on Steam right. uh, this week. Well, congratulations. Then. Yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, it was a game that tried tried different things didn't it to sort of mixed a mixed reaction from the press i believe yeah and it's got the man from uh, the following in it isn't it not the one that's not kevin bacon right okay he's in it okay uh but yeah it's nice to do things see things that do things even if it's only slightly differently uh doing doing well especially on steam where it's very very hard to get attention um Although I imagine it's slightly easier if it's a game predominantly about a dude shooting other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not get too excited about this. You just cracked publishing, Steve. Mm. Okay, let's let's go for one more. One more. Okay. Yep. Okay. Ready? Yep. And finally, but not free to play, Randy Pitchford insists. Borderlands Mobile. <laughs> this is the Battleborn. Thing, it is. Isn't it? it is. Yeah, it's, it's free to play, but not free hyphen to hyphen play because yeah. it's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> now, hasn't um, was it Randy Pitchford before who got in a right tiz because somebody said, "Oh, they're going to announce a Borderlands sequel tomorrow." And he went, "This is not happening! How dare you, the press!" <sighs> and then the following day, there was a press release about it wasn't was it Borderlands? 2? It was it was something <laughs> or other. But he, he came out and said, "That's not happening," and then it happened immediately mm. afterwards. Uh, so, so, do we suspect that Battleborn will be uh, free to play? What's soon? the difference between free to play and free to play? What I mean, what does he mean by that? Does did he say that? He did say that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that there's like just 
different spectrum now. Like some games, like you know, Hearthstone, Overwatch. I've been playing that a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Like people know they're free to play, but they do it well, so they don't mind. Mm. I think customers are a bit more sophisticated now. They don't mind if it's free to play. They can see that some of the games doing it right. Is Overwatch free? So. Uh, uh, not Overwatch. Um, ah. TF2, for example, stuff like that. Yeah. Right, because Overwatch, uh, sort of Battleborn, was the victim of Overwatch, yeah. wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, they yeah, both yeah. came out at the same yeah. time doing similar well, things. Well, as, as Tom Phillips described it, first-person hero shooter flop, Battleborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, will be free to play in the future. So Randy Pitchford tweeted, I was told, just told about a reckless story about Battleborn going free F2P. That is false. There are no plans to convert Battleborn free to play. Hmm. Um... And then basically what you're saying is that there is a, there is a free version you can pay and then buy stuff, right. <laughs> buy stuff in it if you want. So I know that Evolve, uh, and those guys were on the show when they that were. game launched, yep. uh, Evolve's gone into, I think they're calling it Phase 2 or something, where they've gone free to play. And that's breathed new life into that game. That's, you know, they've yeah. suddenly got millions of players. Um, and I think it has to be the way these games are going, especially with things like Paragon, which take a sort of shooty shooty yeah. uh, template, like mix it with some of the um, uh, some of the MOBA stuff, and and do very very well out of that. And so I'd be I'd be massively surprised if it wasn't going F two P. Well, I mean, well, it it isn't, it is. it isn't going F two P. It's just going F two P. F two P. Okay. Uh, yeah. Will you play it, Simon? Because you you nope. like a bit of shooty shooty. Yeah. Not for me. Not for me. Because you've me. got your your game in your life haven't exactly. you okay good well I think we successfully got through that yeah. time has passed <laughs> it got a bit it was a bit slow going wasn't it yeah thanks come Simon. back Anne <laughs> one life left video game news with Anne Scamford Simon Put my headphones back on, Steve. Yeah, you should do. I'll do my top back up. Oh, I've got some good news. Hi. Uh, apparently, none of the music burned to CD. That's exciting, isn't it? Shall I read some week. more stuff? I could read some songs out of the website <laughs> if you like. You, you could do. Um, acapella chip tunes. Or we could do some acapella chip tunes. Hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. So what we could do is pretend none of this happened. Okay. And get Ben to edit in some stuff He's later. He's good, Ben, isn't He's he? Very, very good, isn't he? Or I could put local news on now. Find some music. And then uh, just fudge. Yeah, All right, uh, let's stick local news on now. How long's that? How, how long is it for? That will give me precisely one minute thirty seconds. Okay, cool. Well, let's uh, let's stick local news on now, and come back to the music later. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left Local News. Athletics fans have been left shocked and confused after hackers revealed information about one of their most favoured cyclists. We've recently found out that Sonic the Hedgehog was given therapeutic use exemptions for steroid injections. In particular, he had one the day before his race at the Marion Sonic at the Rio Olympics 2016 Games. This information was released by the hacking group that call themselves Fancy Bears, brackets, trapped in an evil metal exoskeleton by Dr. Robotnik, closed brackets. Sonic has said that the injections were for an allergy that flared up, but critics are saying that hedgehogs are always snuffling, so it would be an easy excuse for him. Questions have been asked about Sonic ever since he first hit the racetracks. People were shocked that a hedgehog could reach such speeds, and some said that he could only have achieved this through suspect means. We may never find out the true answer. Thanks, and back to your usual programming.
This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is De Saison uh, by Garth Alpha. It's from chipmusic.org, where we get all of our chip music from, even when they don't correctly burn onto the CDs. This is coming directly reason. from the site, isn't it? It is. In the highest streaming, quality. Streaming. Live. <laughs> well, it's not live, it's recorded. Obviously, good. Uh, we've got loads more features to get on the show, though, so I won't need much more music. The no. truth is, uh, Kaiser uh, Chiefs had a new album out today, didn't they? No idea. They did talking of the music. Did they? You know, um, we took the Mickey out of my colleague of mine, who said he he, um, he liked the show, didn't like the music, yes. and we were like, uh, not enough yeah. Kaiser Chiefs. He hasn't listened to it since. So yeah, so we can keep that joke keep that rolling. joke running. Okay, good. Uh, you were going on about Kasabian. Only because they're in the intro to the journey of FIFA. Right. Uh, yeah, it looks like, oh, Kasabian. Yeah. And then um, when you stream that intro, uh, Kasabian's record label put a copyright claim on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no so monetizing. My eight-year-old son, who uh, was streaming the journey, is uh, his video is entirely muted because <laughs> Kasabian's record label... No ad think, dollars for, for think him. ...think that people want to listen to Kasabian. He's going hungry tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. Uh, that's the music. Just slowly fade that out. Just deal with this. There we go. Done. James. Hello. What is Top Secret? Top Secret is uh, the game I'm working on. And no, it's, no, no, no. Yes. Come on, tell us something that you that you can't tell us. That's what I mean. What is, tell oh. us something that's Top Secret. Genuinely. In the abstract Yeah, genuinely. Sense. Genuinely something you know before we move on. And I, oh, <laughs> Lots, lots of stuff. <laughs> um, Just one. Probably this is being recorded right now and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll and being analysed by the government for subversive thoughts. We'll edit it out. Do you think podcast. that's true? Uh, not really. Okay. Um, it, it is being recorded, and maybe some machine algorithm will go over it, but. And they'll go, hey, that James Long, the one that's doing the game based on WikiLeaks. Because I'm here, yes, exactly. Right, okay. Uh, so tell us about the game Top Secret. So it's about, um, for those who don't know, there's a guy called Edward Snowden, who a couple of years ago uh, was working for uh, the kind of most secretive spy agency in the US called the NSA. And he stole lots of top secret documents and gave them to the press, kind of ran halfway across the other side of the world. Um, and these documents revealed that the government was not just spying on terrorists, it was pretty much spying on everyone and storing everyone's emails and taking their phone calls and stuff. And this is the US government and the UK government. Um, so Top Secret is a game kind of exploring these issues, and it's about the events leading up to him leaking these documents. So it covers, and it includes real emails that he sent to the journalists at the time. Okay. Um, so it's about you surveilling him. At the, does this make sense? Yeah. You surveilling him at the time. Um, and it's kind of fact and fiction mixed together. Um, and you are, it's kind of like a detective thriller, except that most people know the answer. Because you, know <laughs> you know it's Edward Snowden who took the documents. <laughs> but it's more about seeing what happened. Um, oh, and there's a few other things that are a bit weird about the game. One of which is it's played in real time, and the other which is played by email. So it's a narrative game, and you just send real emails to the characters in the game, and they each have their own email address, and they email you back throughout the day. Uh, and the game takes about two weeks to play. How does that work? Then are you sat answering all the emails? Or? <laughs> That's what people think I'm doing, spending all day answering these emails. Uh, I just have a you know few servers and, okay. and it kind of manage. So them. it will respond to phrases and stuff that you'll be saying, and then automatically. Yes, I haven't invented some amazingly smart AI which can exactly determine what you mean by emails, but it's uh, it's it's a bit simpler than that. But yes. Pretty much you reply, and as long as you've included like, a few words, um, you reply in normal sentences, okay. and then it will detect what you said and reply. Do you back. look at the replies that people send? <laughs> one of the things about the game is, one of the reasons why it's played by email is because it's about surveillance, and we know that all emails are surveilled, pretty much. So it's a kind of meta thing going on where you're playing a game about government surveillance, which is being surveilled as you play. Mm. Uh, but I don't, like, you know, it'd be a bit boring to go through all the it would, it would be. I'm just, I'm, I'm generally interested. I think we talked about this last week on the show when we were talking about Event Zero. Yeah. Um, and, and those sort of games that Event Zero has a, a sort of similar mechanic where you're typing to a computer AI. And you, I, you know, I begin in this world by going, uh, hello, computer AI, take, typing very, very detailed responses. But 
pretty soon I realised that it's just, you know, the game design in me kicks in, it's just looking for words, and very soon I just devolve into going, keyword, 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 and the sort of humanity of it drops out a bit. I just wonder whether you have any a sort of perception or any any idea whether uh, how people are treating this, like whether people are gaming your system or whether they're... Uh, playing it for real. It's kind of like the whole Wii thing when you can just kind of swipe mm, your wrist or exactly. you can pretend you're on a tennis court. You do need to roleplay a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are lots of kind of chatbot style games which are getting more advanced and are doing this in a more, you know, uh, a better way. But again, that's quite new and it's not that robust. So I think you just need to roleplay and go along with it. And in the future, there'll be better solutions. Yeah. But for now... It, you know, it's, that's the way it is. So, what what um what sort of audience is the game picking up, man? Would you say this is appealing to a sort of uh, video game players, or is it more broad than that? I like to think it's it's more broad than that, partly because of the way it's played. So, the, there are no mechanics learned. Everyone knows how to send and receive emails, mm. right? So, it's really accessible in that regard. A um, lot of lot of the people who back my Kickstarter are just people who are really interested in this issue. Uh, so, aren't traditional video games players like they maybe they're interested in surveillance or encryption? this kind of stuff and they they found about it that way so i think it's a, a kind of a different audience not a traditional mario playing audience necessarily yeah have you had any communication with edward snowden yeah, yeah. Were, you, were you at all worried about um exploring this subject matter yeah actually i've had a lot of people say to me they don't want to play the game because they think they get added to a watch list <laughs> things like this like people seriously think these things which which uh i don't think it's true by the way but uh that's what people they, they are kind of some people are afraid and wary of the subject definitely um i haven't spoken to edward snowden personally i've kind of communicated to him with him via his lawyer so <laughs> well, did you get an email from the lawyer <laughs> no not not uh, i reached out to them so I, so one of the thing about the game is uh, i want to include real content from uh, the, at the time basically f- real emails that he was sending so to use them i had to get permission and so I've emailed. Well, he didn't get the permission, did he? There's an irony there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to run away to uh, Hong Kong or whatever. So, uh, I, I kind of just wanted to make sure everything was okay. So I've emailed you know, a few people involved and asked them and got permission to do that. But uh, I haven't spoken directly. Okay. I don't think his email is that easy to get hold of. For good reason, I assume. Have you tried Googling? <laughs> e- <laughs> e- Snowden at gmail.com. <laughs> I, d- I didn't try that. Yeah, maybe I should try, try that one. Flinging yeah. them out there. Uh, so you did a Kickstarter, which ran when? Uh, it was about like October, November last and, year. And this, yeah. is this just you on your own? It, yeah, it's just like super indie. So it's, it's literally me doing everything. Uh, and so it's unusual for a, um, a Kickstarter. So usually with a Kickstarter, you need to have um, already have a lot of people around you or like a community so you have to have done something before or you need to be a, a fairly big name and stuff that but you you uh you succeeded no, pr- yeah, yeah no pretty- i i mean it wasn't it wasn't like i wasn't going for like a million pounds or anything no but uh i think it just lots of people were interested in the um in the topic i got some good press at the time so yeah um it's a game that so uh it's not everybody's playing at the same time are they you, you i would start it tomorrow and it would take me two weeks to play is that right yeah yeah okay do i need to be around all the time what if you be if you be busy getting out out of office <laughs> <laughs> you can't ignore so it's a bit difficult you can't ignore the game for like a week because the characters are emailing you real time and they the narr- it's really hard to make the narrative work if you just ignore like because okay. the, the characters are saying you need to do this by this point or whatever but there's quite a lot of leniency in there so as long as you kind of get back to some key emails like within two or three days you'll be okay you don't need to reply like um, that minute it's uh it's out and about for the backers is that right but you haven't launched it properly yet yeah so um i've kind of released it in stages all the all the kickstarter backers have a copy and they have access to uh, the latest version of the game they can play online and all the people who kind of slacker back the game have access to it as well. But I haven't. I'm doing a full public launch next month. Can you talk about um, sort of where you're working at the moment and sort of how that, how that came to be? Yeah, so um, at, at first I was just working, you know, at, at my place on my own. But uh, Fell Better Games, who are this awesome, um, I guess they call them indie studio in London, they have an incubator program. And I met, met up with uh, one of their employees just at a, a kind of games event. And they were like, oh, you should come and work in our office. And it's been fantastic. So every, every um, day I kind of go into theirs. Right. And, yeah, they just let me work next to them. I get to, okay. you know, chat with them, share game ideas. And they, they've they been helping you out? And Yeah, yeah. They're really supportive. And it, 
if anyone is listening who's an indie game dev, uh, especially involved in like interactive fiction or narrative, I'd really recommend getting in touch with Failbetter. Great. Um, tell us how to get hold of the game then. So uh, you can go to the website, playtopsecret.com, and you can order it there. Uh, I think you can get it from Humble directly, maybe. But definitely uh, just go to playtopsecret.com and you can sign up there. Brilliant. Uh, it, sounds, uh, it sounds intriguing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it right now. Um, yeah, so you, and, and you, you'll be able to get my PayPal email in, in a second. And start reading uh, your emails, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for coming in. Best of luck with it. It sounds really, really interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah We will take a look and uh, give it 7 out of 10. Well, thanks. I'm Rob Beer, and this is Confessions of a Part-Time Gamer. I'm an outsider. Not a hermit, not a contrarian, but an outsider. Someone who's turned up to the party, but is at the fence, looking in. That's fine by me. As far as I can tell, the people at the party are having fun, but to be honest, it doesn't look like my kind of fun. For a long time, I wanted to taste a bit, just to find out for myself, you know? But the problem with being on the outside is that you can't get the same stuff. They had flashing lights on their Nikes, and I had a rubber dinosaur badge on my high-techs. They had CD singles of Spice Girls songs, and I had the Evita soundtrack on tape. They had Sonic on the Sega Mega Drive, and I had Zool on the Amiga 600. That's a big one. Zool does not a Sonic make. What was he? An ant? Maybe he was a ninja. I guess he was a ant ninja. Maybe that's why the levels are sponsored by Chupa Chups lollies. Ants love sugar. That must be it. Is it okay for levels and games to have sponsorship in them? Isn't that pretty aggressive marketing for something sustainably aimed at children? No. It must be fine. LucasAid sponsored Superfrog and no one seemed to mind about that. No, I don't mean Super Mario, I mean Superfrog. Everyone has that game, right? Maybe not. Another example. All that Quavers sponsoring Pushover. Do you mean push what? Pushover? It's a puzzle platformer about an ant who wants to rescue a packet of quavers for a dog for solving puzzles. That doesn't sound rubbish. And no, not all of my games have ants in them. Superfrog isn't an ant. How is that worse? What? So you're saying hedgehogs have spikes so they're cool, but ants and frogs don't have spikes so they're not cool? Oh well. I like them. I like a lot of stuff I've found on the outside. Not just games, but music and art and comedy. And so do my friends. I guess we're outsiders. That's fine by us. Thanks to Rob Beer for another confession there. I've got an email here. Have you? Well, wow, it's interesting that you know, we are going to do letters in a second. Mm, I've got an email from Humble. Thank you for supporting Top Secret, public beta. £6.43 in uh, sterling. <laughs> Brexit sterling. Great value. Currently. Um, uh, so can I, do you have to be online to play it? I should have asked um, that before yeah, I bought yeah, it. How no, can you I, refund? <laughs> I should have mentioned this. Um, so you can play the game without email offline. There's like a, a desktop app which runs on Mac, Linux and Windows and it it's kind of the same content, but it's just played in a fake email inbox. Uh, okay, right. Because I, I, my PC game at the moment, I'm normally playing on the train, so on my Surface. So, good. Right. Yeah. I look forward to that. Time for the letters. Steve, did you notice anything unusual about today? Um. Hmm. No, I didn't. No begging for letters today. Incredible. Thank you very much to um, Morg, Robert, and who's the other one? Who's Morg? Robert. Robert and who have you got? Oh, me. I've got Adam. Adam. Morg, Adam, and... Uh, Robert. 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 And I'm, Morg. I was confused because Morg's surname is Adams. And Right. And this is, yeah, this okay, is Adam. And... Uh, yeah, thank you for emailing without us asking. Are you, each of you wins a free game from Curve Digital. Because we did say that. We did. We're we going to spring it on you right now and again. Uh, drop us a note back and we'll give you one of our 
Um, highly celebrated uh, indie releases, um, including uh, Manuel Samuel, which uh, is out next week. Uh, Morgan Adams writes, Dear Team and SSG, I was listening to the show from two weeks ago and was struck by how upbeat the music, chipper tune, <laughs> chipper tune perhaps, was. As Steve chooses the music, could it be used as an insight into his mental state? <laughs> perhaps the out-of-crunch smash hit Pixelgrams developer has a suggestion. P.S. After the success of No Shooting, could we vote on a genre stroke mechanic for Steve to avoid next year? P.P.S. I've seen a few games described as 8-bit graphics. They look better than my Dragon 32 ever managed. Mm. Uh, what's cover there? So, uh, is that your mental state, would you say, Steve? Or is <laughs> I it- think it's quite. A, it's a pretty big clue into men- mental state, the music we've had today. <laughs> <That's> I <right. laughs> fail to have any. Almost. Uh, yeah, I guess. I pick the music based on, you know, what sounds nice to me that day. So maybe some people can read things into that. James, what do you listen to while you code? I've, I'm not one of these... Some coders, you know, they go into their zone I've with seen, their, yeah. their headphones on. I'm not one of those people. I, I don't... I, if I listen to music, I get completely swept away by it, so I can't do that. Mm. So, office yeah. sounds. Okay, the office... The, bustling sounds have failed better. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting... Uh, maybe you should record that and put it on Spotify, and then we could all develop. They actually have this thing where the, they play... Sometimes they play, like, rainforest sounds in the office and stuff. Yeah. Like, naturalistic yeah. stuff going on. Right. We need to do that, Steve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> an hour of one life <laughs> no, I mean, when, we're, when we're making our games um, but yeah I think it's interesting that we could vote on something for you to avoid next yeah. year so you're, you're reaching you know your October now so three months to go three months on to go. no shooting and then I'm going to be straight Aren't into you? Mafia 3 cob flops <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I mean I'm genuinely quite excited about like playing the games so, you know I, I've never been hugely into shooting games in the first place but there are some that fall have fallen victim to this for example No Man's Sky yeah. uh, that I'm really really interested in playing and haven't been able to uh, very excited to play Elite as well uh, on, on VR system um, and uh, yeah a couple of other things Housemarks games I've missed a lot but yeah I mean, if people want to suggest something for me to avoid for the next year for sort of another go at this it's been it's been very very exciting for me I would recommend everyone else does does this exercise because it does force you to think about what you're playing and it forces you to play different types of games as well so why not try it Simon uh, I will be, I will not be trying it. <laughs> okay thanks very much good uh, Adam writes which mega popular title that people are always mentioning have you never played bonus points if you've nodded along and pretended that you have I have an answer to this go on Bioshock. Whoa! Like, that answers... I mean, there are plenty of mega popular titles I've never played, but that definitely is one that when other people have been talking, I've been like, yes, yeah, completely, (laughs) completely agree, yes. Um, So, uh, and the same is true of Infinite as well. Like, I've never played that and have pretended that I've played it. What about you, Simon? Overwatch. Ah, you've got to play that. Battleborn. Have you have you pretended you played these? Um, have I pretended? No. Uh, that, was, that was just for bonus points. Hearthstone. Hearthstone. I, I mean, I played it for two minutes. Yeah, but I'm the thought, same at that. Um, that's not for me. Um, Dota. See, for, for me, I haven't. Oh, that's true. I haven't played Dota or Lee. No, I was going to say. Yeah. I barely consider them games. Like, <laughs> not in a not in a bad way. I almost consider they're so huge that they're just part of the gaming world that I am never going to touch. Yes, yeah. game games is such a sort of huge form these days that there isn't time to play everything. There isn't time to investigate everything. And actually, that's. When I started playing Hearthstone, I mean, I got as far as you that, you know, five minutes in. Yeah. But unlike you, I thought, oh my goodness, this is exactly for me. And I'm going to lose a lot of my life to something that I'll probably regret in a year's time. So I stopped. Okay. Willpower. James. Uh, so I'm a bit of a PlayStation kid. So actually, I never had a Nintendo console. Right. <gasps> which is going to sound terrible because I haven't played Zelda. Never played Zelda. Never. Whoa. No form of Zelda. No, I probably just lost half my Twitter followers. Interesting, interesting. I can't imagine what it must be like I, to be well, you. I was gonna, I was gonna use this as because I quite like this confessional sort yes. of thing. <laughs> I've never completed Ocarina of Time, which I think a lot of people would be appalled at. And actually, I haven't completed a Zelda game since Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo. And most of them, I pick up and go, "Oh, great, 
I get the hook shot, and then you get this, and they're basically templates. But you shouldn't say that. Anyway. That was great. Uh, what a great Good question. question. Um, if uh, you want to write in and contribute, let us know which games you have pretended to play or have never played. Please email. She's not here, is she? Team at onelifeleft.com. James, you've got a letter. I do. Uh, hello, team. Hello, SSG. Greetings from Peru. This weekend was the Lima Gaming Festival featuring, oh, it's a difficult word, Lanzamientos Tecnologicos at Concurso de Cosplay and Competencia Esport, amongst other things. Unfortunately, I was busy at Machu Picchu at the time. Typical, every time in Coventry, insomnia was last week. Every year I get employed solidly in London while Game City plays in Nottingham. What's the gig you keep missing? Also, where's the most exciting place that Marioki is going to or has been to? Pipip Robert. P.S. Well, oh, P.S. Sorry, Robert. Lima is crawling with ponytails, dojo, <laughs> dojos, and Rhyhorns and free Wi-Fi hotspots. Okay, Ooh, good right. tip. Uh, most exciting place Marioki has been. Every single time we've gone away with Marioki, it's been amazing. I think Iceland has to be up there as a place for us to have taken it. Um, it's not the most exciting, certainly the most recent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most exciting one we're going to in the future is uh, we're going to Sweden. But then, obviously, Game City. We think. <laughs> we think. Um, yeah. Good. Uh, what event do we keep missing? Uh, there are loads of events going on at the moment, aren't they? I, I really want to go to that one be, in Russia. Yeah, we should be at TwitchCon. We should be at TwitchCon. I think we'd be good yeah. on TwitchCon, yeah. even though we've never twitched. <laughs> but I think we're a good fit for it. Yeah, I do as well. Faces, <laughs> we've got faces for we're Twitch. <laughs> As soon as Twitch realise that, we'll be <laughs> we'll be superstars. Thank you all for your letters. Uh, right. So, I, sorry, just quickly before we go into that, James, I'm going to have to say your game is going to cost me. If anybody goes through my computer, I've now got a folder on it that says Top Secret. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I'm up to no good. <laughs> and you're sending lots of emails with NSA oh, yeah, and GTHQ yeah, 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 and yeah, government so. agencies. and yep, so. Right. <laughs> £6.34 well spent. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so, Anne. Yeah, No. What is away? Oh yes, yeah, Anne is away. Yes, but we ch- we 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 weren't going to let her off that easy, like because she's had lots of absent days, hasn't she? And really, HR really have clocked does, yeah. this. Uh, so this is now, you know, obviously she was there to work, um, but she's you know she's on a working holiday. She's uh, she's been doing some investigates. Has so she? We're gonna, yeah, she has. She sent us four audio files. We'll play a couple of them. And then we'll we'll have a chat, and then we'll play the play the other two. Let's do it. Uh, okay, so so number one. Oh, hold on a second. I see what's that. That was a music. Sounded wasn't certainly, it? Certainly, certainly didn't sound like Anne. She because she's she sounds horrible when she's doing music. Interesting. Okay. Well, in that case, let's play this piece of music while we try and dig out Anne's features. <laughs> You're listening to One Life Left from Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Venom, and it's uh, Wake Up. It's mislabeled on the One Life Left CD this week as track 13. Okay. Uh, it was meant to be track 17. Right. Uh, that's The reason these have all been bumped up the CD, and the reason we've had a bit of chaos, is because Anne, s- turns out, sent us those files in a format that uh, Windows Media Player, the software we use to burn our CDs, did not like. Well, thanks, Anne. So thanks. <laughs> 
Christ, what? Well, maybe, it, is, it is literally what she would have wanted. <laughs> maybe we can uh, we can play them in person next week and uh, run that's, through them. That's a good idea. She uh, can talk us through them. Also, she? she won't have uh, she won't listen to this. So we can pretend that we uh, that we played them and go. Actually, can we just go through this again? It'll be a bit like this is your life or something. Do you recognise this voice? <laughs> Excellent. My own. She also sounded a bit drunk in them. Did she? So I did leave quite a lot of um, pump or loose vodka there. Is there anybody else out there with her? Um, currently, there is just one person. Okay, I saw. I saw him in it. Yeah, that is her fiance. He'd um, he'd pulled his hair up for the photo, hadn't he? Had he? He'd sort of done that thing. He'd done that thing because you were in the you were in the all in the lagoon together. We were. Just gone like that. He took the photo, Did so he? he had an opportunity to do that. Right. Although, to his credit, it was raining at the time. Right. The phone was slipping slowly from his grasp above the lagoon, oh, so it was a high-risk photo to take. Well, I mean, let's all remember, I, I lost a phone in the Blue Lagoon. And was very quick to upload a photo with me, with my top off. Oh, why not? To the, the, internet. Internet. the internet was, the internet was wondered, invented for. Well, I wondered whether Tim that... Berners-Lee was <laughs> last. I wondered whether that photo falls under the... Uh, Falls under the description of revenge porn. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. Something to look into. Uh, <laughs> I'm not googling that again. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well now. You're on the NSA. <laughs> right. Reviews. Uh, what have you been playing this week, Simon? Ah, no, I'm Alex Hunter. Alex Hunter's going to be in all the trouble. Of course, isn't he? Yes. Actually, he's got a social feed in the game, which I think is at Mr. Alex Hunter, which I don't believe has been registered. I mean, sorry. Is it, it, no, it's not being used by EA. So there is an account that's. This is Alex Hunter from uh, FIFA 17. So um, FIFA comes out every year. Every year it comes out. And they go, oh, we've got, um, we're doing this in it now. And now we're doing this. But um, they've, uh, they've got two innovations this year. First, they've moved to the Frostbite engine. I know. That's oh, what really? Star Wars Battlefront is in. Okay. So it looks like Star Wars Battlefront, but with footballers. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's got the other stuff that I don't play, like the FIFA Ultimate Team and things like that. Um, uh, you, it's got your career mode and all that sort of stuff. But uh, their biggest um, new feature is the Journey, uh, which is a single-player story mode um, in which you play Alex Hunter. Uh, a seven, you start actually as like a nine or ten-year-old boy. Um, and it charts his rise, I, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm, I'm at my second club. Um, yeah, so you start as a young boy and then you, you go through to... Uh, the trials, and then you get to pick a club, and then uh, it's so it's it's a little bit like a soap opera. You can choose whether to be fiery or cool <laughs> or balanced, and that affects your followers or the manager's attitude to you. What did you choose? You gonna... Well, I'm I'm pretty balanced actually. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. Usually, um, hedging your bets, hedging my bets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's just really, 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 really brilliant. I'm enjoying it so much. Um, so you start off, uh, you get to pick any Premier League club, and they've got the managers in them now. And it has this story, which is the same no matter which club you go to. But, of course, it's dressed differently. So at the start, it goes, oh, what's your favourite Premier League team? Uh, well, unfortunately, my favourite team's not in the Premier League. So <laughs> I picked uh, Spurs, I think. Um, and then, you know, so it cuts to your bedroom, and that's full of Spurs stuff. Right. Yeah, that's good. And then um, you get to pick what club you go to. And, like, if you pick one of the good clubs, you're not going to play. So then in between, uh, basically what you need to do is get your stats up in order to get picked, to be moved from a substitute to a starting 11. You get all these bonuses. Uh, the more you train, the better you become, the more opportunities will come. Um, and uh, for the first time think, since, I think, Libero Grande, um, you can just play as one character in the football oh, game. Excellent. You can opt to play as the whole team if you want, but I'm really enjoying just being one uh, player um, an attacking midfielder and so it's all about just sort of running uh, finding the angles and then calling for the ball yeah. um, your points go up if you get called for if you call for a good pass but if you constantly do it they're like oh you call for a bad pass your stats go down um, when you uh, if you call for a through ball you run through uh, it sort of swoops in on like the, like the Gears of War games or <laughs> so, so the camera comes behind you as you run in on goal and um Oh, it's just brilliant. It's uh, you know, it's it, it, it's not it's not the you know, it's no not interactive fiction along the heavy rain style um, or anything like that. But it's just a really you know, I've often struggled to play FIFA. FIFA against a computer has never been any fun for me. I'm not particularly good at it. Whenever I play against other people, I'm not a very good FIFA player. So I'm just grinding out a one nil draw. Mm. You know, like it's awful. But whereas this is like it's just, yeah, it's really 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 good. Um, having so much fun with it. Thoroughly recommend uh, FIFA 17. 7 out of 10. 
Fantastic. James, what have you been playing? I've mostly been playing, we mentioned it already, Overwatch. Uh, so, so I got it about a few weeks ago and I've just been playing non-stop. It's fantastic. If you like shooters, which I know you're not playing at the moment, um, it's just brilliant because if you get bored of any characters, you just start a new one and there's so much variety in the play. It's just constantly changing. It's great fun. Yeah, if you if you like that kind of game, it's amazing. Solid 7 out of 10. Okay, excellent. I've been playing... Oh, so I've been playing two games uh, that I really don't like, um, but I can't stop playing and it just makes me feel... Gross. One is called Abyssirium. Uh, it's a fish aquarium sort of simulator uh, for iOS. It is a, um, a clicker game, I believe they call them on right. on PC. Uh, in this, you just tap the screen and it gives you hearts, and then eventually you get enough hearts, you can spend them on auto-generating hearts, things, and then you buy fish and loads of fish, and you just end up on that treadmill, and that just switches me on in a way that... Uh, way that I find disgusting and it it works and I've been playing that for a week and I hate myself um, I've also been playing Fairway Solitaire, I've been playing these games because uh, we've been looking at uh, pixelgrams and how we can retain players uh, I've been playing F- uh, Fairway Solitaire which is a solitaire game based on golf which I first played four years ago and it is barely recognisable the amount of nonsense they have put in there to keep people playing uh, gems and then you unlock stickers all oh, now you're able to do this and play the daily challenge and, and like there's so much there it's overwhelming and again I find the core mechanic like fine uh, all the stuff on top of it makes me feel dirty <laughs> so both of those get 7 out of 10 um the game that I've, I've, I, I wanted to mention, though, is a game that I just fault found by scrolling through... Uh, I think I was scrolling through Steam, trying to find something that was simple and I hadn't heard of to play on Mac, uh, that didn't have guns in, which is harder than you... Well, exactly as hard as you might imagine on Steam. I found a game called Sally's Law. Um, it's just a, it looked like a cute platform game, which I played... Most uh, these days, a lot of pl- there are a lot of platformers with Bithel-style narratives yeah, attached to them yeah. as you as you wander through them. This is this has that, but it does have a core mechanic that I really really liked. You play a uh, a girl trying to get back home to see her ailing father. Um, what actually happens is you play her, you run through some doors which sort of open automatically when you get close to them, and you complete the complete the level. And then you go back and play as her father who's watching over her and you open those, you have to open those doors as you watch her move below. I just thought that alone is a really, really, really nice mechanic. Like all video games, it outstays its welcome, (laughs) but, but (laughs) for the period of about 35 minutes before I got a bit bored of it, I really, really enjoyed it. It's really, really cheap and it's on Steam. I would totally recommend it. Uh, It's super cute as well. Uh, Seven out of ten. Good stuff. Done. Done with uh, about a minute and a half to spare. Easy. I know, easy. It was <laughs> was this week, wasn't yeah, it? Exactly. Something to report. Done. Apart from the fact that the CDs didn't burn correctly yep. and we didn't have with Anne's features that she sent. Uh, but go. apart from that, you know, we had a solid guest who I think covered up for us. He really did, didn't he? <laughs> James, how do we follow you on Twitter? At James Tiro, which is T-Y-R-O. And that's it, yeah. Hmm. Excellent. Um, thank you so much for coming on. I'm genuinely excited to play it. And if you've got nothing else out of coming on the show, it's £6.43. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which je- which doesn't happen very often, I have to say. Um, it's very so, yeah. hard to monetise us. <laughs> exactly. guests, guests have tried. <laughs> I'll just keep coming back here. No, do, I'll exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like a clicker. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, best of luck with the full launch. Thank you. Uh, excited to see how it goes. Excited to play it. Um, Anne's back next week, isn't she? She is. Uh, we've got about a minute left, though, for any other business. Okay. Do we have any other business? Well, next week is the GMAs. Oh, that's exciting. And Marioki. Wait, next week? Yes. Before next show? No. no. Sorry, but in, in the next... Sorry, next week. In the next... next okay. Monday the show, Tuesday's GMAs, okay. Friday Marioki. a big week we're, well, us, what, isn't it? Yeah, so we'll, we'll be dancing with the, with the award at Marioki. All of the awards, again, again exactly. one assumes... It's going to be full of uh, full of tubers and twitchers. Oh, it is, isn't it? Again, increasingly, uh, it seems our opportunity to win a GMA is gone, <laughs> <laughs> and it was never very big in the first place. <laughs> 
so those those will both be exciting. If you are listening to this, please, please, please come to Marioki uh, in London. Uh, we need everyone there. It's going to be a good night, I think. Any other business? I think that's it. I think okay. we're clear. Good. Thank you for listening to the show. Thanks to James. Uh, thanks to all of you. We will see you this time next week. But until then, goodbye! Bye.